Oh, right, no swearing because we're on brand. Okay, let's just try our best not to swear this episode. And we don't have to have the little E next to us on Spotify. What episode are we? 27. Cool. Right, so back again with episode number 27 of the Living Room Chat podcast. Back again. Back to base, back to my living room, back to normal procedures after a few weeks off. Yeah, it has been because we obviously recorded double episode last time. So we did 25 and 26 in the same well, literally one after the other and then post them at different times yeah, yeah, yeah. with a change of clothes in the middle to fool people. So you were all tricked if you didn't <laughs> see before. But that was a, that was, must have been about a month ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, man, I, haven't, I feel like I haven't, well, I haven't seen you for ages. So I know, if, after it's every week and it's just like kind of just... But that's fine, that's, that's the way things go, isn't it? Businesses go. We're still on track to do 40. We do yeah. need to pick up the pace. Because when this one comes out, we've still got 12 more to do. We'll be fine. We'll get there. In we'll three months. There. Four months. That'd be fine. Cool. But, uh, I think today you've got the topics. I'm yeah. going to react. Yeah. We've got three different things to go So through. what what we're going to talk about today, three interesting topics. And the good thing is I don't have any opinions or views on them at all. I just have, oh, I have a view on them. But be interested to hear your thoughts. So um, mixed media messages. There's a reason for that. We'll dive straight into that. We'll talk about that one. Um, right Move recently, I think they've teamed up with Nationwide. And you can now actually create your own agreement and principle, decision mm-hmm. and principle for your mortgage yeah. via the Rightmove website. Mm-hmm. Um, good or bad, who knows? We'll, talk, we'll discuss. And then last topic, I wanted to chat about, obviously property videos for estate agents is becoming a thing. And there's a level people have reached, but there's certain estate agents that I've seen either on LinkedIn or social media where I feel like it's more about them. And specifically, Pull it up. I hate it, mine. I don't know why. I just don't like it. <laughs> so I've got a nice car. I feel, but put, it's a cool mini, isn't it? It is a cool mini. But people, estate agents at the start of their video, driving on in their white Audi with the top down, with the gates opening, it's to start the video. Why? why Slow would motion, it? getting yeah. out the door, putting your putting his, put, on. taking his real Ray Bans off with his, you know, five grand Breitling on. Is it more about them and their? how they are perceived or is it are they taken away from the property itself or is that what is that what helps get attraction for the property i don't know maybe let's discuss it let's come on to that yeah yeah cool so mixed media messages yes i know we've talked a lot about the media and their conflicting messages and the general negativity but you noticed something in the news which i also noticed yeah so i'll bring up I'll, i'll send you obviously you can chuck these on the screen right now so um, this was an article that came out, so we're recording this on a Wednesday, this was Tuesday the 1st of August, at 6 minutes past 2, Sky News, headline, house prices likely to fall further after biggest drop in 14 years. Whew. Literally, doom and gloom, world's coming to an end, if you own a house, why, you're going to lose all this money. <laughs> That's what I read from that. Yeah, yeah. Not even 18 hours later, this is first thing this morning, breaking news, in the cost of living latest. Three major lenders slash mortgage rates, NatWest, Halifax and Virgin Money are all making cuts from today. Upbeat chat to it, pretty positive, you know, mm-hmm. signs of the market being okay. Yeah. How can they post one story and then literally, not even 24 hours later, post a completely conflicting positive story? It just, yeah. if, you're, if you're in the public and you're thinking of moving or you're worried about mortgages, what on earth are you thinking? Like, how do you, how do you process that? But Matt? that's why it's worth 
ignoring the news altogether, yeah. isn't it? Because Sky News, you could have arguments for both of those articles to be yeah. true. Yeah. Like either person who wrote either of those articles could say, well, I wrote it because of this, this and this, which is yeah. all factually correct. And neither of them are wrong. No. Like house prices have dropped technically for the most time in 14 years. I haven't looked at the data, but for example... Yeah, factually, that is a correct statement. And they are perhaps likely to fall further in some areas of the country which have experienced really high growth for the last two or three years. Yeah. But then interest rates the next day coming down is a sign in the opposite direction. So it's just, you know, if you're the average person... I just wouldn't listen to it at all. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. Because how many times do we hear people say, oh, I've seen that house prices are going to fall further? And they'll see a headline. Yeah. Like, house prices are likely to fall further. Yeah. And they'll come to the viewing and they'll go, oh, well, I heard yeah. house prices are falling further. And then you ask them, oh, brilliant. Um, what's your opinion? And what's your, what's your facts to back that statement up? And they're like, well, it's just what everyone's saying, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but I hear that, and you're you're now one of those people that everyone is saying it. But what factually are you looking at? Because it might have dropped three point eight percent in the last calendar year. That is factually correct. We yeah. were at the, you know, in August twenty twenty two was officially the highest point ever in history of the UK property market. Three point eight percent drop, biggest in fourteen years. And I battle on, battle on about this. If you bought your property before twenty twenty. It doesn't matter because you had 25% of growth mm. in two years. Yeah. All right, it's down three. So you're now, you're still 15 or 20% higher than where you were when you brought it. So you're not a negative equity. There's no issues. You're going to make money from it. You can still, you've still got options. Whereas, you know, buyers are just quickly easy to jump on the headline and yeah. not really understand what they're talking about. So if you just seen that article yesterday that was doom and gloom. Yeah and then gone to view a house and re- referenced it. But you could have your mortgage in, in principle from Halifax, for example, yeah. who have just dropped rates by half a percent. Yeah. So you might not even know that your rate's coming down by half a percent. So all of a sudden, your situation has just got a little bit significantly better. better. Yeah. yeah. But then again, and it might change again now because you know, this talk of interest rate's going to go up again probably tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You know, Bank of England raise it again. Mm-hmm. Um, will the banks just put their rates back up? Have they cut them today for headlines, but then the yeah. rate goes up tomorrow, or maybe they've already accounted for that, I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. And then you could offer on a property tomorrow, but then you wouldn't be close to completing on it for, say, four months because there's a long chain. In that time, rates come down or go up, and yeah. Well, you wouldn't it's all get, you wouldn't get a new mortgage offer if rates went up, but if rates come down, yeah, in two months after you've agreed to settle, you can. Yeah. I think when it comes finalising that point, when house prices come in, when there's a statement saying house prices drop by X amount, it's really important for anyone who's looking to buy somewhere or to sell somewhere to remember that is UK wide. Mm-hmm. Like your yep. specific, and we've talked about micro markets before. Mm-hmm. What's happening in Reading? Is very different to happen. What's happening in Sirencester or Cardiff mm-hmm. or Birmingham? Very, very different markets. Very, very different places. So, although the average for the UK has dropped three point eight percent in the last year, there'll be some areas that are either you know small point one point two percent drop, and there might be areas at ten percent drop. Yeah, it's an average. Yeah, take that into account. Which is again, it's just 
you might as well just ignore everything the media says. Yeah. But I think um, just finalising on the point, actually, if you want to buy a house, like the reality is, if you're upsizing, it is going to cost you a lot more to buy that house than it did two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like a lot more. The property values are still up, although they're down in the last year. They're still up from where they were. You're going to be paying a hell of a lot more on your mortgage. So actually, you do need to think about it. Like, Although we're bashing the media here for just giving mixed messages, but fundamentally it is true. It is more expensive to move and the market is going through a challenging time. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's always going to get more expensive to move though, isn't it? Because whether whether house prices go down but interest rates go up, yeah. your payment's still relatively... Yeah. Because I always think about it as you've got interest rates and you've got house prices. So interest rates go up, house prices go down. Mm-hmm. Interest rates go down, house prices go up, but it's all about the monthly average monthly payment, right? Yeah, how much are you paying? Per- no one gives a fuck. Like if you, oh, sorry, four minutes, well and, I, and, I, and I nearly cut it off as well. <laughs> um, sorry, all right, that's the last one, first one, last one. Um, no one cares if you're. No one cares like two percent, four percent, six percent. If you some, if you ask someone what rate you're paying on their mortgage, most people know now, but years gone by, they'd be like, oh, I don't know, I'm paying like twelve hundred quid a month on my mortgage. Yeah, you always look at count pounds and pence don't you whether it's a thousand fifteen hundred two grand a month that's what you know yeah Yeah. i have a really interesting story actually coming on to mortgages which will be on the next sub sub subject we'll talk about it but remind me on that one okay um but yeah i think it's people look at pounds and pence don't they yeah and that's if you can afford it great if you can't then fine don't move yeah like i know what my rate is so if you're watching this and you have a mortgage and you don't know what your rate is find out because you might be reading a headline going, mortgage rates have gone up. You're like, oh, mortgage rates have gone up. But you might have a high rate anyway, and then you can get a lower rate. So it's, it's all <laughs> well, relative. Well, going to be higher than 6%, aren't they? Well, well they're saying that. My, fir- my first mortgage, 7.5%. Some people just go on a tracker and they don't know any different. Yeah. Because when you, you know, if someone's mortgage expires and it just goes onto a tracker and they don't think. Anyway, yeah. should we segue nicely into the second subject? That wasn't even planned. What was right moves AIPs? I we only mentioned it 10 minutes ago, I forgot what the second subject <laughs> was already. Yeah, so so right move a new feature on their website. I I th- well, uh, it's uh, one that I've noticed recently it actually came up on a sponsored ad, believe it or not. Oh, wow! So they're retargeting on Facebook and social media is working. Well done, right move. You've obviously got good people behind you managing your account there. Um, so yeah, so it said get you a decision in principle in 20 minutes. Mm. And I thought, well, I'll have a look a bit, a bit of look at this look at this um, and you can go on the website they've always had their calculator so you can work out mm-hmm. what what roughly you're going to be paying based on an average rate that gives you a guide more than anything very limited information but they can actually do a decision in principle direct via right move that eliminates brokers good or bad i haven't i have a view on it but it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts so as agents we both know the decision in principle are not really worth the paper they're written on yeah or the pdfs they're saved to <laughs> because you can go on to a different website and get a decision in principle in 20 minutes yeah but it doesn't mean that that's what you can actually borrow when it comes down to it yeah um i think though having a tool which is able to accurately give people a a solid uh, indication. Yeah, within a couple of percent. Yeah. 
I think where it gets tricky is when people are on jobs with commission or yeah. variable income and stuff like that. So you can be 10 or 20% out. Yeah. Whereas if you just have the, the same job with the same salary, it's easier to compute. Yeah. People also don't think about, and what those um, automated calculators don't factor in, is you might have a car payment, a phone payment. Yeah. Because uh, it says outgoings i think i i didn't go through the whole things so obviously i don't need a decision principle mm. but it might be worth actually doing it they do a soft credit check actually so i don't really want that on my file but i'm sure it won't be a problem do they because I, I thought they didn't do a credit no they check. do they do i double check they do a soft credit check which i don't even know what the difference between a hard search and a soft credit check is yeah i don't know is Who there knows? a time limit on that or something i don't know we should ask a broker that. we should we should get a broker on we should get a broker on we should ask that um we can put a little. Li we can show the little walkthrough now, actually, on the screen yeah. of how it goes. Maybe put it in the corner of the screen while we're talking, if you can manage that with your expertise on editing. But um, uh, the, with the credit check, there you obviously have a number of expenses you have to you put in. So it will say mm. how much you pay. And most people, I know, I do sometimes. You round it down. Like you typically round your yeah. salary up and your yeah. outgoings down. And then when it comes to the nitty gritty, when you actually go for the mortgage, and this is why I think it's. A bad thing, argument right. for both sides. A bad thing is someone who I'm not saying they're naive, but maybe aren't as well educated in buying houses as some people. Mm -hmm. They might take that number. Oh, great! I, that's going to cost me fifteen hundred pounds a month. I can borrow two hundred and fifty grand. I've got my deposit. That's perfect. That's that's what I do. They go make an offer at two seven five on a property. They send a decision in principle to the estate agent. The estate agent agrees the sale. Everything's moving forwards. They actually go properly for the mortgage and it gets declined because they've got adverse credit mm. or they've got they have, they've lied on their application effectively, which couldn't happen mm. to anyone. But yeah, yeah. if you were through a broker, that, that wouldn't happen because they would, they would dig out that information. So then buyer's left unhappy because they can't buy the house they want. Seller's pissed off. Agent's annoyed. People have lost money. Mm -hmm. You know, it could have really been dealt with better. Yeah. Uh, Flip side, what, have you got any bad suggestions, reasons it'd be bad or? I, I just think for the reasons you said is that if you're basing your finances, the loan you're gonna get for the house is a very, very big element of buying the house. And if the whole thing is based upon incorrect numbers, then the buyer, the seller, the agent, no, nobody no one, gets what they want. No, yeah. The other thing as well, I, I believe it's powered by Nationwide, so Nationwide are back in yeah. the figures. So yeah. again, the reason why, and the flip side, why I think a broker is the best person to speak to, mm -hmm. especially a whole-of-market broker, importantly, yeah, yeah. is Nationwide are only going to provide you the products that they offer at that yeah, time. Yeah. So if you've got, for example, Nat, NatWest and Virgin Money we mentioned in the previous segment, they've... Um, slash rates mm -hmm. they won't come into account with the right move calculator because they're only with nationwide yeah so you're not so you're getting limited. a full picture of what you can and cannot afford so you might actually be able to borrow more than what it says it's just that understanding again of of the whole of the market yeah and we were talking about brokers i think on the last episode and and the pros and cons and i just think for the sake of 200 to 500 quid to have a broker working with you yeah through the, the time of you purchasing the house. And you'll save that 500 quid because they'll probably be able to get you a better rate than you'd be able to get yeah. figuring out. And it's peace of mind and the hassle not dealing with it. And for us though, yep. as for people who are 
agreeing the sale, having a broker who we can call and be like, this person's made an offer, have you checked them out? Yes, I've checked them out. And just having that reassurance, because yeah. the broker doesn't get paid unless it goes through either. Yeah, so exactly that. So us yeah. as the agent and the broker as a broker, we're on the same team. Yeah. So I always get a bit nervous when the buyer says, oh, we're working with, is it Alan C Mortgages? Who yeah, are just London, the yeah. online people. They have got brokers. Yeah, yeah, they're not. I know, I know exactly what you mean. Or yeah, yeah I've, I've I've gone through Money Supermarket and got a mortgage. Yeah, you have you though? Yeah. So so in terms of ranking a buyer in an agent size, I would say you're less you're less reliable if you don't have a broker. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And if, I'll be interested to see when I get the first because I always request when someone makes an offer, I always request their agreement of principle to start with. Mm-hmm. I don't take it as gospel. It's more just to show they've got one. Yeah, and then yeah. I can look and I can refer that back to the sellers. But it'd be interesting how it comes through from right me, whether it is officially like right me head like you're buying somewhere. Why well, you, you should give it I a dummy try run. it. Give I it a try dummy it. run. And then next week we'll report back. Brilliant. Sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. But interesting. Could be a good thing though. I just think on the flip side, it does give people a good understanding. Um, whilst the mortgage calculator, how much you're actually gonna have to pay. I would say is equivalent to us or someone doing an online house price valuation. Mm. Probably very similar. It doesn't take it. It's probably 80% accurate. Yeah. Whereas these a decision and principle is more like 90, 95%. But there's again, there's five or 10% of people there that are going to get misled. Get it wrong. Yeah. 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 Anyway. As always, education. Is Absolutely. The Absolutely. Speak to a broker. Make sure you speak to a broker. Speak to many brokers. Speak to loads of brokers. Many broker, any broker. Broker you like, broker you trust. <laughs> a broker who makes you laugh and can do a good job. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. And one that comes back to you on the same day. Key, key requirement. Yeah. I think someone if you, who leaves it, unless you email them at eight o'clock at night, but if you email someone in the morning and they don't come back to you all day, are they really the person you want to work with? It's just, I suppose, similar to an agent. Finding someone you like and trust. Because the great thing about having a broker is you do, if you do find a good one, so you get a two-year term. Yeah. The broker will reach out to you after a year and a half. Yeah. Work with you for the next rate, and then and then all of a sudden you can have a really long relationship with someone. Yeah. Touching base every couple of years, but you're just always on the pulse. Um, a story that you forgot to remind me to tell you. We'll finish up this mortgage section. Literally about five minutes ago, I said I've got a story to remind me to tell you in the okay. mortgage section. This is it. So I had someone um, basically tell me about their mortgage woes. And um, they're on, so they've been on a rate for two years at sub 1%. And they've just had that call with a broker because they're due for a remortgage in, at the end of the year. And um, their mortgage payment is increasing by 100%, i.e. from 1,200 quid a month to 2,400 pounds a month. Like, I've heard stories of people seven, 800 pound a month more, but 1200 quid doubling your mortgage payment a month like wow and there must be that's one example someone i know there must be loads more examples like that what was the rate they had before 0.99 yeah because that's like especially low rate two years what sounds like an especially high rate well six and a half percent yeah which yeah i suppose well they could have paid there's one that's five point i think it's five point eight it was a yeah, it's five year fix. Still not nice, is it? Yeah. It's just, yeah, I was like, wow, okay, ouch. <laughs> I think, yeah. Don't hurt. Yeah, they were saying on LBC this morning on the radio about the 
The Bank Thank, of England. Thanks for clarifying LBC was on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, mate, sorry. It was just about the Bank of England and their announcements. And yeah. They're very, you know, uh, very formal and like, we're yeah. doing this to bring down inflation, blah, blah, blah. But that, you know, it doesn't help if you're the person whose mortgage rate has gone yeah. from 1,200. You see mm. someone standing there saying, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly that. You know, nice polished off speech. You know, just got to batten down the hatches. We're there for you. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make this economy grow. Mm. And someone sat there thinking, I've got an extra £1,200 going out a month for nothing. Yeah. Like nothing, just borrowing the money that I have already borrowed. Like, what? Nothing they can do. What can you do? What this should be, though, is a, is a reminder to people out there that there is a danger to borrowing as much money as you possibly can. Yeah. So when it's good, when it's 1%, 2%, but when it gets higher, ouch. And, and also, also brokers won't tell you this, that, that there is a danger to borrowing as much money as you possibly can, because if interest rates go up like they have, you can have bigger payment than you can afford. Yeah. And also brokers will tell you to get generally get the longest mortgage term that you can yeah. because you can always overpay is what we'll say. Yeah. But you're just, again, taking on more debt and more interest over that longer period. I know, I know. So it's, it, you know, everyone has a different opinion on that and I'm not saying my opinion is right. I just think it's something to be aware of. It is funny, oh, we just finished up on this because we've been on this topic for a little while, but um, it's funny now, like we're obviously into our 30s and actually we've, there'll be a time when, the next mortgage, when my next mortgage comes around again, I probably won't be able to get a 35-year mortgage term because as soon as you hit retirement age, I don't do it. So the longest I'll be able to do is like 33, 34 years. It's a bit it's scary. Gonna be, it's going to get longer, though. I think I saw an announcement where there was some lender who's going to do it now till in, the, in your 70s for employed income. By, in the view that retirement age will have increased again by the get to that point. Retirement age will increase. People will be taking out longer mortgages. Oh, whacked. I, I was down to, I got down to 26 years on my mortgage left yeah. after certain on 35 because I'd overpaid and took a chunk out. And then when I remortgaged to start the business, I went back up to 35. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a, well, I'm fine actually, but yeah, anyway, yeah. there we go. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, so last topic. Do you agent, have a view on this? Do agent you know, videos. Yeah. And there's, there's particular agents. There's one obviously international agent now they claim, but a uh, London based agent predominantly, but deal with high yeah. end properties Yeah, yeah. Um, who are very, like the persona they give off is, I'm rich, yeah. I'm incredible, I'm the best thing ever. You need you need me to sell your house, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need to sell you need to sell yourself to me as a client that you deserve to work with us. And there's I can see I know for a fact there are people who will be very drawn to that. Yeah, oh, I love this confidence. I need I need yeah. you representing me. Yeah, and there's a place for that. I I could never pull that off. No, like, I could never pull that off because I'm too, like, I'm just not that way inclined. No, that and that's that was the point. I that that was kind of the whole topic of conversation. I think you nailed it there. That would appeal to some people, but others it would just rub up the long, wrong way. It's like yeah. it's like wide boy state agency again, just on another level. Yeah. But pulling up on a brand new Range Rover with a massive watch and this like super sharp suit, slick hair. You know. You look a million quid. You look more expensive. Your worth is more than that house is worth, and it's a million pound plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many clients actually buy into that though? Yeah, 
I don't know. I, what I like about it is I feel like estate agency has gone from a place, maybe in the early 2000s or late 90s or whatever, where everyone was the same. Mm-hmm. Everyone did the same leaflets. Everyone yeah, yeah. wore the same suits. Everyone had the same office set up. Yeah. Everyone charged the same commission, more or less. And, and all the different, all that separated you was your personality as a person. Yeah. Uh, when you're in the living room. Yeah, whichever valuer Mr. and Mrs. Jones liked the best is the firm they'd go with and you know, yeah. the rest would... The good old days. Yeah. Whereas now, you've got you know, your avocados, you've got your, your purple bricks, you've got your, the firms we were referring to. Yeah, Tyron Ash is the one I was referring got to. Your, your Tyron Ash is of the world. You've, got your, you've still got your agency. So there's more choice, which I think is a good thing. Um, I, I had a message from someone on Tyron Ash on Instagram. Yeah. Um, just like, oh, how, how's it getting on? How are you finding the market? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, um, you know, I'm, uh, market slowed down, but it just means, you know, we've got to knuckle down and work a bit harder. That's how I see it. Yeah. And they came back to me and said, oh, it's not about working harder. It's about working smarter, law of attraction, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, I'm not dissing the law of attraction. I think that's, that's, powerful if you can manifest it in the way that works for you yeah but that's not going to help me sell this three bedroom semi in reading yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah i totally i get what you mean and that's why i like do you i question like what we like what i wear on appointments i'm going straight to evaluation after this Mm -hmm. pod wearing what i'm wearing now so i've got a white polo for the audio listeners white polo shirt black jeans vans tattoos out yeah, man. And I'm going to go and see an old boy at retirement home. I might put my jacket on for it, to be fair. Like my <laughs> but do, like, because I know sometimes you rock a shirt, don't you? you sometimes. Like a little, you like a I shirt. like an Oxford shirt and jeans combo. Yeah. Maybe some Chelsea boots in the winter. But I'm not at that point where I'm going to be driving through electric gates in my car. No, it's that, it's that classic camera angle where you've got, like, the back of the car going through yeah, the gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got the private plate saying, um, I've sold it, or something like that, yeah. sold. The yeah. drone shot as the car pulls in on the driveway, and then there's a slow motion. Like, yeah, getting yeah, out getting door. out, pulling the sleeves up, like, you know, a bit of like. And the Rock always does that, doesn't he? Dwayne Johnson always, like, always, his, his pose is always, like, doing cufflinks on it he's not got. <laughs> but then again, on the flip side, there's that Welsh estate agent um, who does all the. Like, there have been a few in our group chat where he posts little videos. You, do you know what I'm talking about? He does, he does the same thing. He's got a white Audi convertible. Right. But he. I watched a video on LinkedIn this morning, actually. I've posted a few days ago. He was doing an intro video, but he was driving along the sea, the front um, of, the, of the sea line, basically. Mm-hmm. Had his camera set up, and he was talking whilst he was driving towards the house. Mm-hmm. And it actually, I was like, it actually looks all right, to be fair. Yeah, I think there's no right or wrong. And I think if, you know, it'd be nice in 10 years to get to a place where if you're a client, you'd be like, oh, I like Ryan's videos, so I want my house to be represented in that way. Or I like the wanky, showy-offy videos. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Quick question on social media. Mm-hmm. Should you, and there's, again, no opinion on this, should you go back and delete posts that are older than a year ago, for example? Again, reason I looked at an estate agent, they only had 15 posts. Mm-hmm. But I can see they, post, they posted over 1,000 posts, but they only had 15 on their profile. So they've obviously gone back and deleted them as they go. I don't know why you do that. I notice people do this on Instagram as well. Yeah. So you can have a huge Instagram following, but it'll be like nine posts. It's yeah. like, well, obviously you've had more than nine posts. Yeah, I don't understand the reason for it. Maybe just, just people get more, you see your stuff more. It's a brand thing. I think for some people it's like a, 
embarrassed to look back at stuff. Because I know I've posted some videos thinking like, oh, that was a bit shit. A to be fair. I, I rushed that one. Or back in the early days, I was like, that is terrible. Should I go back and delete them? I, I still cringe really hard at my own videos. Yeah. But for me, I'm now in just a place where I'm like, I'm uploading it, I'm putting it out there. Yeah. And I like the fact, this is going to get a bit deep, I like the fact if I died tomorrow, all of that stuff would be up there online. Until your and account like, gets closed for deactivation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I hear what you say. But uh, yeah, so I'm just all about post it. Fair enough. Interesting. Cool. Call that a wrap, shall we? Yeah, we're half an hour in, so... Uh, Fantastic. Thanks for listening and watching. Sorry it's been a few weeks since we were available. We'll try and make them a bit more... We'll get back to a bit more of a momentum. I can't yeah. do this for... We'll talk about that next time. Um, thanks for watching. Follow us on socials. Check, keep, out, keep an eye out. Sorry, I'm out of practice, mate. Should we start again this bit? <laughs> well, you know what to do. Find us on Find socials. Find us on the reels and stuff as well. But yeah, appreciate you guys watching and listening. We'll see you soon for episode 28. Cheers. Thank you.